some of the biggest changes, you asked me about the changes in Marceline, and I felt that some of the biggest changes have uh, been in the school system. When I was young, I walked two miles to a country school, and it just had one room. Uh, there was one teacher, and she taught all the grades. The older students often helped the first and second graders uh, practice reading. If they wasn't doing very well, the teacher would let the older students that was finished with their lessons for the day go to the corner of the room and uh, help the younger ones with the reading or multiplication tables or whatever they needed help with. Um, even when I was, we didn't have hot lunches. For cold lunch, and we didn't even have hot lunches when I was in high school. Uh, there was no cafeteria. A great number of the town students uh, that lived close by, they went home for their lunch. Uh, there was a little store just near the school, and uh, many of the students went there to buy things to eat. We had a one-hour lunch time. I don't think we had that long now. All other high school students ate cold lunch at the study hall. The grade school children ate theirs at their desk in their own rooms. When I was in high school, well, we often walked uptown at noontime. Uh, we'd go to Longwood's drugstore for a Coke and sometimes pick up prescriptions or cough medicine or things like that and take it home at night because uh, we didn't make very many trips to town, usually once a week. Um, this, when I was in high school, it was during the wartime, and we didn't do much driving because gasoline was rationed as well as the tires in the car. So there was no excessive driving. Uh, kids did not drive the cars to school like they are now. Uh, very few even have cars. Most of the country kids didn't participate in any of the sports uh, because they had no way to get back home. And most of them had chores to do when they got home anyway. Uh, there was a great separation between uh, the town kids and the country kids. Uh, they uh, didn't mix very well. Uh, I asked one of my classmates at a reunion when I got older uh, why they were never really friendly during high school times, and the answer I got was they thought of us country kids as being foreigners. Uh, we only went to town at the beginning of high school because we had taken all our grade school in the little country schools, uh, and we didn't have friends in town, so we was more or less separated. Then after they consolidated the schools, and all of the children went to town, right, they mixed and had friends from the time they was in the first grade, and so there was not that separation. Now, uh, they worked together, and they played together, and things was much different. Uh, when I was in high school, there was no girls' basketball teams. They didn't travel to other towns. Uh, we played each other uh, intramural teams. We played against the other classes, uh, but we didn't go to another school. And it, uh, girls' sports actually came about after the passing of the Equal Rights for Women in 1972. That's when the girls really started having a chance of participating in school sports. Um, the same way with the, then during this particular time, 
the buses was uh, run, each school district had to provide the way for the high school students to get to the, to town, to school. And uh, so the bus that I rode on was actually a delivery van. Um, other school districts provided different methods too, and it was quite later uh, before the districts, the school district uh, provided buses to bus the students to school. Um, there was no colored children in school when I was in high school or grade school either one. They had their own separate school and it's, the name of their school was Lincoln. And it was located out close to the baseball field uh, where Neffs now has a plumbing business in the brick building that they went to school in. They also had their own separate church, which was called the Second Baptist Church, and it was located on this Gracer Street. Um, they, the colored children had a difficult time getting a higher education because they had to ride a school bus clear to Dalton to attend high school. That was the only high school available to the colored people. And there was a bus that picked up students from Laclede and Brookfield and Marshall area and they're indulging every day for to provide their higher education. So uh, because of the difficulty, that is a lot of the uh, colored children did not go on past high school. The uh, didn't go on to high school, right? Not past high school. Uh, the Catholic children had their own high school too at that time. Uh, they did not attend the public schools until about 1943 when they discontinued high school. Uh, they still have their grade school and I think they now have uh, kindergarten, which uh, was not available to anyone uh, at the time I went to school. Uh, their new school, the new Catholic school, was built in 1957 and uh, when they built the new school, which is now the Father McCartan School, uh, they discontinued using the old school, which was located on uh, East Gracier Street near the railroad tracks. Um, when my children first attended school in Marceline, where the country children, uh, grade school children, were more or less divided as to where they attended grade school. If they was on the west side, of Highway 5, they attended the Park School. And if they were on the east side of Highway 5, they went to the Central School. Uh, I, eventually, they built the Walt Disney School, and so and uh, the Park School and the Central School were torn down. And uh, so they all attend one um, the children that ate hot lunches uh, at the time they was having school at the park school uh, walked all the way from uh, the school clear over to the high school for their hot lunches at that time. <coughs> we didn't have a nice swimming pool to learn about swimming when I was young. Uh, we played in the ponds and we learned by trying, or we didn't learn. 
uh, we used inner tubes to play on. And uh, the first swimming lessons that I remember were given at the Country Club Lake. Uh, there was a Red Cross instructor uh, that helped the children learn to swim. The water was quite dirty, and a lot of them didn't like sticking their head down in the muddy water. Uh, it was not a regulated depth. Uh, either like the swimming pool, so uh, it was a little less easy to learn than it is at the pool. That pool was a great improvement, and uh, now a lot of children know how to swim, which uh, maybe uh, there was a lot they didn't know how when I was young. When I was in about the third or fourth grade, uh, we enjoyed going to Duke's Hardware Store. They had a player piano and a large talking parrot. He didn't say a lot of things, but uh, we enjoyed hearing him say, Polly wants a cracker, and that kept us busy while Dad was looking for whatever he wanted to purchase. Uh, we shopped on Saturday afternoon a great deal. Uh, my grandparents did not have a car, and they came to town with a team and wagon. Roads was quite bumpy and it was a bumpy ride. They tied their horses <clears throat> behind what is now the newspaper office back in the alley while they did their shopping. And one of the things that <clears throat> I remember most about that time was Grandpa always seemed to have a nickel so we could get ice cream at Brennan's drugstore. That was the treat for the week. Uh, there was two movie theaters in town uptown where it is now and then there was the chief and it was uh, located about where the american legion hall is now it burned and the building was a building was built back i went to see snow white and the seven dwarfs at the chief's movie theater and this was a, a great thing because it was a walt disney special and mother thought we really needed to see that <laughs> there was uh, uh, McAllister's Brothers Creamery, and it was located where the Eagles is now. Uh, many of the farmers sold their milk and cream to them, and they turned the butter in a large churn that looked somewhat like a huge water tank. Most of the milk was uh, transported to town in 10-gallon cans, and this was how the people paid for the groceries. I sold 12 dozen of eggs at grocery stores and then would purchase my week's supply of groceries with the money. We also milked cows when I was a child and we had a cream separator. The milk was poured into a large bowl at the top and a crank was turned by hand and it separated the milk from the cream. The milk came out one spout and the cream came out uh, into another. And it was put in a large can and at the end of the week we would take it to town sell it for money to buy household expenses. Another thing that we liked to do was go to the hatchery. There was a uh, hatchery in town and uh, you could go in and buy your baby chicken stuff. Most all the farmers had chickens and you could purchase your baby chickens there. And it was great fun to go in and see all the little chickens running around in their little cages. Uh, they would have stacks, uh, cages, one stacked on top of the other with these little two and three day old chickens there running around and eating and it was great fun to watch that. Um, 
we also purchased our chicken feed there for to feed at home, and the feed came into imprinted sacks, and we chose the sacks quite carefully because we used them to make aprons and skirts. Some of the changes in town was uh, when uh, the Moore Company came to town. It was in about 1948 when they arrived, and it was a great boost to our town. Uh, they had a factory whistle installed, and it blew at 7.55 a.m., at 8 a.m., at noon, at 12.30 p.m., at 4.25 p.m., and at 4.30 p.m. Uh, it was originally blown at the light plant, but uh, later, the, it, when um, the latter part of 20, 1929, when the diesel engines were installed, uh, but they discontinued using that whistle, and I don't know when they discontinued blowing the whistle at the North Factory, but it is not. They do not do that now. Uh, we also had bells that rang at the St. Francis Hospital. Uh, they was chimes and very pretty. Uh, but they eventually discontinued that because the neighbors complained that it disturbed them in the morning hours. Uh, so there is no more chimes. Sometime during uh, 47 or 48, uh, many of the local talent entertainers uh, drove to Brookfield and entertained on the radio station, and it brought much attention to Marceline. And that's one of the things that uh, I don't think has happened for quite some time. There's been much improvement in the roads in the area. At one time, uh, the roads were the road from Marceline to 36 Junction was just gravel. I think it was about 1933 that they finally um, started uh, paving, and uh, everyone was real happy to have a, a much better road. Most of the other roads around in the county were mud, and the ruts got very deep, and we couldn't get to town. Um, I think most of the uh, blacktop roads has been built during my time. A lot of time the students would be late for school because the buses were stuck in the mud. And we'd have to go by the office and get a late bus pass and take it into whatever class we were supposed to be attending uh, at that time. Um, there was a vocational agriculture class for boys when I was in high school. No girls attended. I think it perhaps after the Equal Rights Amendment in 72, the girls began to attend the FFA classes. And we don't have an FFA class in Marceline at this time, but uh, there is in other schools. And girls are uh, quite active in most of those classes. Um, the girls also began taking shop. Um, and the boys, began taking my map. Uh, that was unheard of at the time that I went to school. But uh, later on, quite a few of the boys decided to, to take home in family living. Uh, there used to be several small grocery stores in town in the neighborhoods. Uh, 
they had the main grocery stores at on Main Street, but they were smaller ones in different neighborhoods. Uh, and they eventually uh, was closed because they had difficulty in getting a supply of groceries to sell. Uh, the last one that I remember was Westfall and Tukes, and it was located on Highway 5, and they eventually turned it into apartment houses, I think. Um, there was many things done for the war effort during the time that I was in high school. The Red Cross groups organized and collected material for overalls and flight clothes for refugee children. And um, they cut them out and had them ready to sew and then uh, shipped them off to the different areas that they were supposed to go. Uh, at school, we uh, bought war stamps and we put them in a little book and when we got this book full, I then we could buy a savings bond. Um, there was a lot of things done for, for the war effort. Uh, school was closed for one day in October of 42 and the whole town collected scrap metal to be shipped and melted down for the war effort. Some ladies in the, at around town joined the armed forces, uh, they called it the wax or the waves, which meant they was either in the army or the navy, and they mostly served as cooks or secretaries. They didn't, they weren't allowed to do any of the uh, uh, combat training and stuff that they are, are beginning to do now. Um, there was federal regulations on the buildings, so there was no uh, building being done in town or in the country either during the war. Uh, the farmers could remodel or rebuild at the uh, cost of $1,000, and the people in town could go to $500, but they couldn't spend any more than that on any repairs or buildings of any, any kind. They couldn't exceed the $1,000 limit without a special permit. Uh, we was ration gasoline. Um, we were only allowed uh, a certain amount of gasoline to, to run our cars. Uh, about four gallon a week, I think. Uh, additional gasoline could be obtained for servicemen if they were home on furlough for more than 30 days. Furlough gas was uh, issued at one gallon a day, uh, but the 30 gallon limit was supposed to be approved for the benefit of American service men. Sugar was another item that was rationed. Uh, we could get extra sugar if we were canning fruit or if the farmers were having uh, thrashers or uh, silo filling crews to cook for, well then we could go and get a, an extra allowance of sugar. Uh, we used saccharin a little bit, but we didn't like the flavor of that, so we used um, molasses and a lot of honey. We ate a lot of honey during those times. Um, you asked a little bit about the celebrations. Uh, we always celebrated the 4th of July. We went to Marceline for fireworks. But they uh, started their fireworks a lot earlier in the evening than they do now. Um, they was a little different celebration at that time. Uh, we uh, could go oftentimes had picnics in the park. But through the afternoon, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, 
politicians would make their speeches and uh, they would get people started thinking about voting for them in August. They didn't have the, the TVs or uh, they didn't uh, have other ways of advertising and so they always made the rounds to the 4th of July celebrations and any other celebration that was around and made their speeches from the platforms and, and then mixed in the crowd uh, to try to promote uh, their way of thinking for, for the election that was coming out. Um, when I was a little older, we made homemade ice cream uh, at, at the 4th of July time with the hand-cranked freezer. And we purchased the large humps of ice, sometimes in Marceline, and sometimes we would drive to Brookfield and get the huge blocks from the ice uh, factory that they had in Brookfield. Uh, Easter was another important time for all the ladies felt they needed a new hat and pretty white gloves to wear to church on Easter morning. Uh, for two years or more, during the 50s, they had sunrise service at the drive-in theater. Uh, the sermon was delivered through the speaker system uh, that you attached to your car. Uh, there was usually a large crowd, but it uh, lacked the personal contact of people. Many attended that would not have otherwise because of not having nice enough clothes or they felt that they didn't. But uh, it was continued after, discontinued after uh, a few years. Um, you mentioned the bell game uh, and it was played during uh, the time that I went to school. However, we played uh, always played the game on November the 11th in the afternoon. They alternated the location just the same as they do now, but it was always on November the 11th. The stores closed for the holidays for that day and everyone went to the ball game and enjoyed the ball game. Uh, communications has come a long way since uh, uh, I was young. Uh, we now have uh, our computers and our uh, televisions and other ways of sending messages. Uh, the mail and the, the telephones was about all that we had. And the mail service has changed a great deal too. Uh, at that time, the uh, mailmen had to try, travel a lot of uh, mud roads uh, and often by horseback to get the mail delivered. And now the roads are at least gravel, and a lot of them are black tile. Um, another big change was in our hospital. We were quite happy when we had a hospital in Marceline started by Ola Putman in 1923. He was the doctor in the town at that time. Uh, not many people went to the hospital. Uh, we had uh, in our minds that a person had to be nearly dead or he would never uh, be go to a hospital. Most of the doctoring was done at, or we just stayed at home and the doctor came to the house. In 1946, the Sisters of St. Francis began running to this hospital. Uh, all of my children were born at this particular hospital. However, before 1946, most of the babies arrived at home with the doctor arriving as the mother began in labor. The mothers of the babies that delivered at home were not given the prenatal care that they received today. Uh, 
Before the middle 40s, the mothers usually went to the doctor's office to confirm that a baby would be on the way, and they would decide about a certain time, and she usually was examined by the doctor, and then she did not see that doctor regularly while she was going through this waiting time like they do now. However, the doctor would be at that home at delivery time. Through the 50s and 60s and 70s, many babies was delivered at this first hospital and at the new hospital that was later built. Uh, we, now, because of the high insurance that the doctors must carry, and for other reasons as well, no babies are delivered at the hospital in Marceline. It is even a hospital that receives patients except people that need rest home services. There are other services provided, but it does not function as a hospital for the people of Marceline. The rise and decline of our hospital happened all during my lifetime, and it was one of our greatest losses, I feel. During grade school, you was asking about what games we played. We played, the girls especially, played jacks, and a lot of us jumped rope. We would use two ropes. Two people would turn the ropes, and the other children would run in and jump double ropes. Uh, this is a difficult task, so it took much practicing before we could accomplish that. And then, after we got real good at it, where they would uh, turn it fast, and we called it hot peppers. We also played handy over, and what that consisted of was throwing the ball over the schoolhouse. And if our side caught the ball, we would run around and try to touch the people on the opposite side. And if we didn't catch it at all, well, then we call her pigtails. And we usually continued that all through our recess time, which was only 15 minutes. We played a lot of baseball when I went to grade school. And then when it snowed, well, we took our sleds to school and we rode down the hill at the noon hour. Our time was uh, long enough that, that we could uh, ride and play in the snow during, during the noontime. When I got out of high school, I first worked at the Manley's five and 10 cent store, received about 35 cents an hour for the time that I worked. At that time, we were using mills as a tax. Uh, this was, uh, instead of using the pennies that we do today, you got 10 mills for one penny, and every time you spent a dime, you also had to give them a mill. You had to carry the mills around in your pocket for change as well as your other change. Um, the first mills was just made out of cardboard, and they resembled the tops of uh, milk bottles. Uh, but later then, they made them out of uh, zinc. And uh, the one mill that had the one on it was just a plain piece of metal. But the five mill had a, had a hole in the center of it, so you could tell the difference between a one and a five. And then a little after that, they came out with some plastic ones. That's after they got to using plastic quite a bit. At the time that I was working in the stores, there was no air conditioning in any of the stores. 
and uh, in the summer it got quite hot, but they did have uh, fans that uh, uh, in the ceilings of all the stores. And in 1941, a new air conditioning equipment arrived at the Myers Clothing Store, and it was put into operation, and everyone was really uh, happy about that and excited. The Myers Clothing Store was the first clothing store uh, to have air conditioning between Marceline and Jefferson City, so we thought this was really quite, quite something. Um, the town has been blessed with uh, having a, a wonderful celebrity with the name of Walt Disney. Uh, we attended uh, the Disney dedication of the swimming pool. Uh, Walt Disney came to town and gave some speeches and we had a, a great celebration. That was in 1956. Our children rode on the, the little cars that was located near the pool. We also attended uh, the dedication of the Walt Disney School, which was October the 13th of uh, 1960. And uh, he had donated playground equipment and the painting uh, that's on the walls in the cafeteria in the school. And uh, the town has uh, really been blessed by all of the donations and the attention that he has given. That's about as much as I can. Thank you.